Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman. I'm a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com. On social media, at mainlyplants. Be sure you follow me at least on Instagram uh, because, you know, I, I, I do things where I ask y'all to ask me questions that I can cover on the podcast. It's like the interactive version of, uh, of talking to me when you're not actually talking to me. You can also email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. Um, and I think that's the housekeeping for that. A couple more things. I do want to mention, I did start another podcast for my full-time job, which is, uh, I'm a realtor here in the state of Arizona. So the podcast is called That Real Estate Podcast. It would mean so much to me if you guys supported that also. Subscribe, uh, rate, review, all that kind of good stuff. It doesn't just pertain to real estate here in Arizona. If you are thinking about buying, thinking about selling, thinking about being in the profession, we cover a lot of different areas uh, revolving around real estate. So, you know, I've been in real estate the vast majority of my life. The other person I do the podcast with, he's actually my team lead, a friend of mine named Preston White, very successful realtor here in Arizona. And we talk about, we take, we take listener questions, we talk about experiences, uh, things that, that make you as a buyer or seller, or even, like I said, if you want to get into vest, in investing or become an agent or, or owner rental, fix and flips, uh, it, it'll, it'll give you a little more knowledge. So support your local uh, or even not local vegan realtor and go listen to that. I'm very excited because I got a brand new microphone after seven years of podcasting. I, little, little do you guys know. Little do you guys know that before the Mainly Plants podcast was a podcast that I did with my best friend for a long time called HodgePodge Radio. And man, that was kind of like, we got into that right when podcasting kind of like hit its stride. So right when Joe Rogan was getting to be a little more famous and Adam Carolla was getting to be a little more famous, we we started our own podcast um, essentially because, and this has nothing to do with, with veganism or, or, or plant-based diet, but it's a little about me. So we're going to go down that road a little bit, but essentially what would happen is for years, my best friend would come over on a Friday night, we'd have some cocktails, have some drinks, and then go out to the bars. That's what you did as a 20-something year old person, or uh, I guess we were late 20s, early 30s. I'm talking about like 28, 29, maybe 30. Um, so we decided that, you know, let's let's record these conversations that we're having because they're hilarious. And in, you know, 20, 30 years, we can go back and listen to what we were like as, you know, little asshole kids. So uh, we did HodgePodge Radio and he would come over on a Friday. We would record our podcast. We did little segments, little bits, uh, typically under the influence of uh, a beverage. But uh, that was a lot of fun. And so after that, I moved into the Mainly Plants podcast. And concurrently with that, I'm doing now the That Real Estate podcast. But I've had the same, to get back to the, what brought this on, I had the same microphone the entire time for like seven, eight years. And it was a little, uh, the brand was Yeti. It's, a, it's called the Snowball microphone. It was like a little $60 microphone. It lasted me for a long time. Finally crapped out last week. So I got set up with a nicer, uh, nicer setup here. It's got a shock mount, so if I hit the table, 
you came and I don't even think you can hear that. Where on the last one you'd hear that. It's got a uh, uh, what's called a pop filter, so that if I pop, pop my P's or T's, it doesn't hit the microphone in the same way, so it's a lot easier on your ears. Um, so I'm excited about that. Also, big news. After about 15 years, don't ask me why I don't get new shit. I guess it's just the uh, the, the conservative spender in me. But I really, like to, I really like to wear through my stuff before I get new stuff. I had the same desk chair for like probably 14, 15 years. And it got to the point where it was like shedding its faux leather everywhere. And it would not stop squeaking. I'm sure you guys have heard it on the podcast before. But no matter where I moved... No matter what little shift in my position I did, that thing squealed like a banshee. And no matter how much I oiled it, no matter how much I WD-40'd it, nothing, it got to the point where nothing was helping. So, I got a new chair today, ladies and gentlemen. And you can't, I mean, you can't even hear that, can you? I'm doing a full range of motion. I'm leaning back and forth. Oh, it's so comfortable. And it's a Serta. I didn't know they even know they made chairs. So... Exciting day for old Ryan. Let's talk about health. Let's talk about plant-based diet. Let's talk about veganism. Um, you know, I was I was perusing Instagram before I got on the microphone today, and I should be dropping this today. So it's it's ten to one local Arizona time. This should be up relatively soon, so you're not hearing this too far in the past. But I was on uh, Instagram, and man, cognitive dissonance is a hell of a thing. Because there are so many people who talk about and post about and do stories about their health and wellness and watching what they eat and and not only that but also you know posting pictures with their animals with their pets uh, you know they they saw this cute rabbit outside or they you know found this adorable video of a, a little piglet running around the house they love it so much and then they post a picture of their food and it's like either keto of just being like steak and butter and cheese which i'm sorry to burst your guys's bubble is not healthy uh, or it's you know uh even just even just you know fish or or whatever it is some animal product and it's like listen first of all you you don't get to pick and choose what you determine is healthy just willy-nilly if, if you're gonna make decisions on what's healthy actually healthy you need to look at the research and i've beat the horse the dead horse about this a million times about you know doing your research and and how to look at the research if you're confused about it go listen to my previous episodes or or just ask me but health is health across the board it's not health you know it's not like listen you know whole fat dairy is okay for me and it's healthy for me but it's not healthy for you sure there are some differences in health because some people have certain disorders or certain allergies or whatever but across the board animal products are not healthy for you i don't care who you are do the research so you don't just get to think and post about it being healthy just because you like it liking something is fine but liking something does not mean it's healthy i like i love impossible burgers i love french fries deep fried french fries i love them and i eat them here and there but that doesn't mean they're healthy so let's stop kidding ourselves let's stop you know trying to convince ourselves that we're being healthy when we're not because you're the only person who's paying for it you and your family you and your loved ones 
You know, when you when you're doing the keto diet and you're eating, you know, bacon and butter as your meal because you think that it's healthy, uh, you're doing yourself a disservice. As I take a sip of my energy drink, <laughs> which I know is not the healthiest thing for me, but I'm drinking it because. I've had a hell of a week, and I'm dragging ass, and I need to show up for you guys and for other stuff today. So we do have to make sacrifices, but I know that it's not healthy, and you need to know that what you're eating isn't healthy sometimes. It's okay to have cheat meals. It's okay to eat junk food here and there, but the overwhelming majority of your diet needs to be healthy in order to maintain that health. In order to say I'm a healthy person, you need to be majority healthy, vast majority. It's that rule of 80s that I've talked about. You know, you, you need to eat healthy 80% of the time, and you'll be okay. You can fuck off and have cheat meals 20% of the time. You'll still be okay. And the rule of 80s kind of goes on from there. You know, if, you're, if you don't know the rule of 80s, go back and listen to the podcast. Or email me or DM me, and I'll explain the rule of 80s to you. But, you know, saying that you love animals and then eating them, uh, just because the type of animal they are is cognitive dissonance. You don't get to pick and choose. You don't get to say that I'm an animal lover and then eat animals. You can say you're, you know, uh, a domesticated American pet lover because, you know, in, in in China, they eat dogs. That's not that far off for them. You've heard of the Yunlin Dog Fest, Dog Meat Festival. And it's it's amazing to me when I see people who eat pork and beef, and all the other stuff here in America get up in arms about the dog meat festival. Say, like, listen, you don't have a leg to stand on because you eat animals that other countries deem even as holy. Go to India. They'd be appalled that you're eating cow. You know? Go to the Middle East. A lot of countries are appalled that you're eating pork. So just because you grew up in America with American values doesn't mean that your choices to eat certain animals is okay compared to other countries. In other countries, like I said, dogs okay, horses okay, but you get looked at cross-eyed here, cross-eyed, sideways, whatever it is. It just depends on where you are. You're not an animal lover if you eat animals. That's just what it comes down to. You're not healthy if you eat animal products or or even, you know, junk food vegan products all the time. Those aren't healthy. You'll see, you'll see a lot of fat, unhealthy vegans because they aren't whole food plant-based. They're vegan. They eat a lot of processed sugar, a lot of processed oils, all that other bullshit. So wake up. And, and stop trying to convince yourself and, and fool yourself into being something that you're not, into pretending like you're doing something that you're not. You know, you don't get to cry from the rooftops and, and post uh, surveys, or not surveys, petitions about the dog meat festival shutting it down while also posting a picture of your juicy steak that you just ate. I mean, you can, you do get to, it's a free country, but not without looking like an asshole to people who actually have their eyes open. So let's stop doing that. And start taking some action that actually resolves that behavior. You know, take the steps to stop eating animals. It's not bad. It's good. It's a good thing. 
eating animals isn't manly. It's, it's one of the biggest fucking pet peeves of mine is when somebody's like, you know, real men eat meat. A real men hunt. Why? Because you're doing something that we've used to do when we were, you know, cavemen, albeit not even that much. You know, why does that make you manly? Why does it make you cool? Why does it make you tough? It's tough to, you know, sit in a blind up in a tree and with camouflage and and shoot a deer with a bow or with a bullet. That's not manly. That's not tough. Go out there and fucking do it with your bare hands, then we'll talk. But hiding and doing it? Give me a fucking break, dude. If you if we didn't remove ourselves from the food chain, we'd be fucked. Like, that's another thing. All these people, a lot of people post, you know, oh my god, we're at the top of the food chain. That's why we get to eat this stuff. No, we're not at the top of the food chain. We've removed ourselves from the food chain. You if you step foot in the jungle, step foot in the forest with just your bare hands and the clothes on your back, you're going to have a rough a rough go at it. Because a bear in that area is going to be the top of the food chain or the mountain lion or the leopard or whatever the thing is with the sharper teeth and the bigger uh, claws than you. That's the top of the food chain. Just because we've removed our, ourselves from the food chain doesn't make us badasses. Doesn't make us, you know, manly. Doesn't make us tough. It makes us intelligent. There's no debating that with the most intelligent things uh, as far as overall intelligence. I mean, I guess, I guess it's <laughs> debatable based on, on some of the stuff that's going on in the world, but, um, but seriously, it's, you're not tough. You're not a man just because you eat meat. Having, having, compassion and having the the balls for lack of a better word male or female having you know having that that uh conviction to stand up for what you believe in and stand up for those animals who can't stand up for themselves that's that's what makes you tough that's what makes you strong that's what makes you quote unquote manly or womanly or whatever you want to call it not these old you know sound bites of well i'm tough because i trophy hunted a fucking giraffe take that giraffe down with your bare hands then then i'll call you manly (laughs) but doing it with a large caliber rifle from 100 yards away uh, it's not going to cut it again it reverts back to that cognitive dissonance so stop kidding ourselves there was something else that i wanted to touch on you guys just got like a 15-minute rant, huh? There's something else I wanted to touch on. I can't remember exactly what it is. Ooh, man. Well, here's the thing. If you guys have questions about veganism, about whole food plant-based-ness, about stu- how to read studies, or or anything in between, anything that revolves around health, wellness, uh, you know, being vegan, being whole food plant-based, um, you know, being a, a guy in this sphere because, uh, you know, I'm the minority when it comes to vegans, um, reach out and ask me. I answer every question that I get, whether it be through DM, whether it be through email, or, or what, whatever method you guys want to to get a hold of me. I will answer. 
there's nothing more satisfying for me than to help people understand why veganism, why being whole food plant-based is so rewarding, both personally and, and interpersonally. So ask those questions. If you don't ask, you'll never know. I mean, I asked a million questions when I first got started. You know, my friends Marco and Lindsay, they're the ones who turned me on to Forks Over Knives and, and being vegan and whole food plant-based. And I never looked back, but I asked questions. And that's what you need to do. You don't know if you don't ask. And more than that, you don't know what you don't know. So immerse yourself in the area, in the field. Immerse yourself in podcasts, not just mine. Immerse yourself on Instagram in recipes and in studies. Look at both sides of it. Look at, you know, studies that 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 advocate for eating animals and studies that advocate for not eating animals. And then do dig a little deeper. Who funded these studies? Did they have a control group? All this all this kind of stuff that will give you a better understanding as to at least why I made the decision that I made to be vegan and hopefully in a whole food plant-based and hopefully you will get to that point also. So be sure to ask questions. Any questions, comments, concerns can also be emailed to ryan at mainlyplants.com. And until next week, go eat a salad.